You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. Now we have our news panel with us. We have communications consultant Terry Prone. We have broadcaster Jonathan Healy and on Sky from the Irish Times. We have Conor Pope, top forward as always. Jonathan, uh, a very windy night last night and this morning. Yeah, they're like the buses, the storms yeah. at the moment. I mean, give me back the cold. Give me back, you know, yeah. it wasn't too icy around here. I mean, it got to minus eight. It was lovely, frosty, crisp and lovely. And then the deluge of the weekend. I was saying to Terry earlier on, I sat down and watched a ridiculous amount of television yeah. over the weekend, purely because I could. The storm yesterday down here in the south of the country, we didn't really get the worst excesses over mm-hmm. the period. Very breezy, but then Storm Aisha, bang on Met Aaron's predictions, hit yeah. up along the northwest coast, causing a significant amount of damage. 235,000 people woke up without electricity this morning. Uh, they've pulled that back to about 155,000. Mm-hmm. So there's homes and farms and businesses. Um, there was a man who died in Derry. Uh, there was a man who died in Mayo. There was another mm-hmm. death on the roads in uh, Wicklow. And lots and lots of trees down, lots of flights diverted. Yeah. I mean, it really threw everything it could at us and it took a long time to blow through. Yeah. So we've just had Aisha. Aisha is now done. She's mm-hmm. gone. But hot on her heels is Jocelyn. And uh, Jocelyn sounds very pleasant, but she's going to be uh, a bit breezy as well. There's an orange warning in place. Where is she coming from and where is she going to? Uh, Jocelyn's coming pretty much on the exact same track as Aisha. Uh, she must have got a reduction on the flight because uh, mm-hmm. she's coming in on the same path and she's uh, going to pose a threat to Galway, Donegal and Mayo again tomorrow evening, pretty much uh, from around 6 o'clock tomorrow evening that orange warning kicks in. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it might get breezy again towards the end of the week. So basically what we've had, we're going to have more, but not as bad. Mm-hmm. More bad flying conditions. Did you see the story of the people that were on the plane for 10 hours yes. circling over Dublin and then ended up in Paris? Well, now, there's worse places to end what, up than Paris. Uh, <laughs> well, if you didn't want to go there, Terry. No, yeah. <laughs> it is not the Paris. And the, the awful thing was there were 34 go-arounds. Yes. Now, I don't know if you've ever been on a go-around but it is scary because you think, oh, thanks be to God, we're la- oh, God, we're not landing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's really, really scary. I just have to tell you, folks, my place, I'm thinking of maybe for the next, Jocelyn, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to have a storm party because I live in a Martello <laughs> Tower. Yeah. And it's the best place if there's going to be a storm because the walls are nine feet thick. <laughs> so you have the feeling that you're not, it's not going to collapse on you. Yeah. The, the weather people did worry me, that Galway guy, by saying, don't go to sleep near a window. <laughs> Most of us don't have many choices yes, you, about, yeah, you know. Um, but then you get to see the sea roaring yeah. in and huge waves and foam. And, and it's very exciting. The only bad thing, it seems to me, and I, I just want to raise it here now and see if anybody else has noticed it. I think plastic bags are coming back. I noticed plastic bags stuck to trees after mm, this bad. storm. Oh. Okay. Bad. Bad. But, Connor, how, how did you find the weather where you were? Well, I live in Dublin city centre, and it actually wasn't so bad in the early part of the evening. So then at around 11 o'clock last night, I went out for a walk, and I was walking around the streets of Dublin 7, and I was thinking to myself, what are people complaining about? This is just a breezy afternoon or breezy night. Yeah. And then a gust came along, and I'm not joking, it nearly knocked me off my feet. And my poor dog, who's not the biggest dog in the world, nearly took off like Toto in The Wizard of Oz. And uh, it was at that point I realised that it was genuinely scary. But the reality is, and the really frightening 
interesting thing is here, we've had nine named storms so far uh, this year. Um, we're going to get more of them. And that's a clear example and evidence of climate change and the weather extremes that it's going to bring. So this is just going to be part of our world. And I think we're all going to have to move in with Terry into that Martello Tower. <laughs> well, I can't wait for your party anyway, Terry. I'm hoping you're going to invite us along. Yeah, great. I'm inviting myself. It's I promise I'll bring no plastic bags. Uh, Connor, while you're with us there, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Bad Boys? We apparently love Bad Boys on film. Is this true? Well, this is kind of tied into the 25th anniversary of The Sopranos. Now, I have to say, full disclosure, The Sopranos is my all-time favourite television programme. And it had the ultimate bad boy in Tony Soprano. And it could be my chosen specialist topic on Mastermind, because I've watched it maybe three or four times, and I still find myself thinking about the end of the series from time to time and wondering if Tony Soprano might possibly be okay. Now, only people who have watched it till the end will know what I'm referring to there, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody else. But the thing about the the bad boy that was Tony Soprano is that he did the worst possible things. And David Chase, the series creator, was very clear in the early in, uh, in the first series that we weren't going to consider Tony Soprano, who was going to psychiatry and who was kind of a very much a 21st century mobster, we were going to see him do brutal things. And in one of the scenes in one of the early episodes, he kills someone in an absolutely terrible way. But by the end of the series, by the end of the run, I think most people who have watched it, who watched it, would have had a genuine affinity with him. And that's partly down to the manner in which David Chase and the Sopranos cast and HBO completely transformed how television was. And they made the Sopranos a cinematic achievement that is just an absolute masterpiece and Shakespearean in its quality. And I think that that's why in this instance we, we wanted the bad boy because there were so many bad boys in it to win. But more generally speaking, I think there is a role for the anti-hero in, our, mm. in, in television dramas and cinema. Because we, if they're characterized and portrayed in a way that shows that they have empathy and human qualities, well, then we do tend to warm to them, despite ourselves. Yeah. Terry, what do you think? I'm, I'm puzzled by the question relating <laughs> to movies and film. Everybody loves bad but well, most women yes, like Terry. bad boys. In real life, <laughs> yeah. we just love people who are, as Connor has pointed out, complex and slightly edgy and worrying. I, and that's why I would have, I say it modestly, 3,000 true crime books. <laughs> like 3,000. And wow. one of the things that makes the bad boys so attractive is the accessories. I mean, blood spatters and knives and guns <laughs> and poisons. I'm I mean, definitely I'm going to your party, Terry. I, I, I'm just I moving a wait. little bit further away <laughs> here, if that's okay. Uh, like Cluedo. <laughs> no, I, I completely get this as a woman as well, because sometimes I... Do you ever have a weird crush that you can't quite explain why you fancy the person, and you're like, I shouldn't, but I do? Like, the person for me is Machine Gun Kelly. I never know why. He's real punky and alternative and... Whereas, I don't know, like, you know... Jonathan crazy. is kind of the Blarney's answer do to you? Machine Gun Kelly. Do you? I'm willing to go on the record and say, I have no idea well, who more Machine like Gun, Gun Kelly is. Because actually, can I give you, can I give you a, a bit of, a, some statistics here to back up my madness in okay. case you think okay. I'm totally... Are you trying to dig yourself over the hole? Yeah, I am. I am a chuckles now, yeah. Uh, so we asked our viewers, do we glamorise... Gla- 
glamorize. Yeah. You even have to say that word like a bad boy, glamorize, bad boys. And out of 287 surveyed, 61% of people say we do glamorize uh, bad boys and 39 say no. Well, can I just point out as well, I mean, remember I said I was watching a lot of TV yes. yesterday, mm -hmm. I did watch a lot of TV, and then just after six o'clock, this bad boy turned up at my television. <laughs> Look at it here now, yes. a very close oh, eye. Oh, Look at yeah. here it now. Look. That's, 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 not me, that's not me scoring no, the point, no, no, by the way. That's what I'm talking about here. Uh, there, there's the flag. And look at him there. Look at that bad boy. Dahi is getting so much mileage. Look at that. This. Could you not get a bigger jumper? <laughs> there was a storm yesterday, folks. There was a storm. That is so gorgeous. That's a though. wonderful slow-mo of that as well. I'm really glad. Oh. I, lo I, loved, James I, I loved where the top even came up, but I did it. had a bit of a belly shot like Louise today. <laughs> Skill. Oh, you see, no. That's, that's just natural <laughs> deflection. That's all he's, he's doing. Trying to see the, the gloves are off. The gloves are off. Now. That you're trying to be a bad boy. He's just being a mean boy. Terry, they wouldn't understand, would they? <laughs> oh, hang on a second. So there's a difference now, Conor Poe, between a bad boy and a mean boy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> As Terry says, it's all the edgy kind of the James Dean style characters from Rebel Without a Pause. I think everybody has a soft spot for those people. Okay. Hmm. Actually, on the point, though, I'd like to point out that on the bad boys thing, someone like Killian Murphy uh, in Peaky Blinders, even Phil Mitchell, he there's a grain of kind of decency running through the mud that you want to come out. And there's always a fellow who's worse than them. And I think that's what it is about the that's bad boys. That's because they're all written by men. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well done, have. Terry. <laughs> Terry, uh, speaking of your house, we all want to come and party with you now. Uh, you're going to talk to us about an empty nest. Oh, I am. And I'm going to talk about Suzanne Harrington, who is just the most wonderful writer. And she writes for The Examiner. And she's done this thing about the empty nest syndrome. And she's, her thesis is that if you hear a parent saying, oh, don't they grow up so fast? And don't you feel so lonely when they go? You can tell that that parent is a man. <laughs> it is the father. Because, she says, mothers are thrilled with empty nests. Mothers know that when they open the dishwasher, there isn't six crusty plates in on top of a clean load of plates because, as she puts it, and I quote, the person couldn't be arsed to put in it the right way. She says that you don't have piles of clothes everywhere. You don't have... Things that were in the washing machine maybe a week ago that now have that dreadful stench of death. She <laughs> says that when your kids move out, it is bliss, I tell you, <laughs> just bliss. And she's happy out and she says that she says she doesn't even bother putting on the dishwasher anymore because why would she? She's only got a plate, a fork and yeah. a glass. And that she wanders through the rooms whistling gently to herself, <laughs> the happiness of the void. Yeah, she's, she's really painting a very nice picture she here. She is, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm going home to tell the kids to move out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, the, the idea of an is such an alien thing for us at the yeah. moment because the stage we're at, kids are 16, 12 and 9, so therefore fully dependent fully incapable of loading and unloading the dishwasher, <laughs> bringing their dirty clothes downstairs, tidying up after themselves. So, you know, it just adds to what we describe as the familial mess. I always refer to parenting as being like a washing machine cycle. And, you know, we're now at the stage where we're starting to speed You're up right. again. There was a stage there where it kind of went through relatively calm mm -hmm. and we're getting going again. But eventually they'll move out, we hope. <laughs> mm -hmm. What do you think, Connor? 
well, not for the first time. I take I take grave exception to what Terry Prone has just said about making it about gender because I load the dishwasher, I do the washing machine, I do all of that stuff. So it's not a male female thing at all, Terry. But uh, that's the first thing I'll say. I've got Next your back, I'll Terry. Say, Don't worry, Terry. I've got your back. I have to align myself with the Jonathan Healy camp because it'll be a long old time before my nest is empty because I've got a 17-year-old, a 15-year-old and a 6-year-old. So I'll be probably in my 70s before the nest empties. And by that stage, I'll, I'll be just hoping they don't put me in a home. Now, Terry, do you want to come back there? I do, because yeah. if I said he, I take it back. I meant they. they. Because I do know fellas who cook for their kids, who clean for th- who are just exactly the same. I have to say, sadly, that there isn't yet an equal number of those fellas. But if Connor is one of them, the fact that he personifies that is so hopeful for the next 30 <laughs> years in this country. Great answer, Terry. Jonathan Healy is sweating next to you there. <laughs> I'm just glad Connor's taking the heat. I'm just oh. delighted. Delighted. Now, what's our next story, Jonathan? Uh, this, this is a man called Eric Dixon. Uh, now, Eric Dixon is 100 years of age, and he is still driving in his Kia Picanto, an ideal choice for a centenarian, if ever there was one. Um, but he was asked by the Mirror uh, about driving and how people's driving has changed in the hundred years uh, that he has been observing it. Um, There was always plenty of courtesy, and it was one thing that was drilled into me when I was learning to drive. There's no manners today, said the hundred-year-old man. Um, He says potholes are worse than they ever have been. Now, I think he has a point, and I think that the way the traffic has gone has meant that the patience has run out for the motors. But can I, just at, at the risk of igniting another gender war uh, between Terry uh, and, and um, Connor, uh, my big gripe at the moment is female drivers who do not let people in. A man will always let people merge and turn. Oh, a woman very rarely I does that. I'm throwing that while you're ahead now. Yeah, yeah, that that is... Will you get the popcorn? Because yeah. I'm going to enjoy no. this one. <laughs> Terry. Over to you, Terry. Terry from <laughs> I don't actually believe that you would make <laughs> such a generalisation. You are Mr. Data. You were brilliant on the storm because you had every <laughs> single thing. You have damn all data to support an egregious... No, it's allegations. Well, I give you a bit of data, Terry, from a woman. Hang on a second. No, she's not finished. (laughs) If he says that this is personal experience, he is in his anecdotage. Oh, indeed. Well, here, here, Terry, I'm going to give you one bit of data for everyone, Okay, This is to do with road rage, right? Uh, We asked our viewers if road rage is getting worse and... Out of 434 surveyed, there's a clear winner. 92% of the viewers think that, yes, road rage is getting worse. I'd like to point out as well, now I'll never be let out by another woman again. <laughs> it is all my own fault. Including so your to, wife. Especially my wife, I'd like to point out. No, Conor Pope, uh, what, what side of the argument do you uh, back here? I'm definitely on Terry's side in this one. Because <laughs> Good one answer. It's ridiculous to say that women uh, never let people out. Um, but I, I, I do agree that road rage is worse. Like It's much worse than it was. And that's probably because people are way more stressed. There's far more traffic on the roads. And people are, I think, more primed to aggression. And that could be because of social media and all the antagonism that exists in our world. But the roads are definitely, definitely better than they were. Because I would have spent my childhood in the 70s and 80s driving from Cork to Dublin and Galway to Dublin with two parents chain smoking in the front while three children rattled around in the back without a seatbelt between us. And it was just a nightmare. Whereas now those roads from Cork to Dublin, Galway to Dublin, they're like a breeze and you can do it in a little over two hours if you put the foot down. 
Yeah, everybody seems to be just so busy these days, mm. don't yeah. in, in cars. And like we were in Dublin yesterday for the match, and even. Boy, can we scream? We all we all know one. But anyway, like I said, but even trying to get parking around the city centre, my God, yeah. there, there are just so many cars there, Terry. Mm. Oh come on! Why does everybody always complain about uh, the awfulness of today? The fact is that if you're driving in a city. Yeah. You have an endless supply of things you can listen to, podcasts, you can talk on the phone as long as it's hands-free. What are you giving out about? Just live no, with it. We like giving out. Terry, this is the please problem. teach us your ways. You're so zen. You have it all together. I aspire to be like you, more like you. <laughs> Can I pay her now or will I do it? <laughs> Any compliment from me or Connor, no? No, Nothing? that's it Nothing? now, Terry. Okay. Thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for starting the pot, Jonathan. You're welcome. <laughs> Glad you came Carl in. Gourmina. Terry, as always, great to have you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or if you missed the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.